Welcome, everyone, to episode 397 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Uh, oh, every time, Will. Dang it. Every time. Every flipping Respect time. your elders. Well, I forget. Corey's been on recently, um, so I go before him. Uh, so I so got it's con- Corey's fault. Pretty much, usually. Okay. Yeah, definitely. First he's an Islanders fan, now he ruins the flow of the, the podcast. <laughs> So All today's right. today's topic, we're going to be talking about Anthem finally. We never ended up uh, having our Anthem beta episode, so I think we're going to kind of fold our beta thoughts in with this. Uh, Anthem early impressions. Uh, and it's early impressions because we're not at the end game, nor will we play much of the end game, I don't believe, uh, just because of the nature of, of our gaming time nowadays. So we're, we're more likely to move on from things than to stick with something for a long time. So that's going to be our main topic. Uh, does anyone have anyone have anything they want to tease for later on the episode? Me. What do you got, Will? I got Far Cry New Dawn. Oh, nice. I meant to play more Anthem than I did, and it's because Far Cry New Dawn took me away from it. Gotcha. That so happens. I'll be talking about that. So That happens. Eric, do you have anything you want to tease? Uh, nothing new, necessarily. Uh, I had an accomplishment in NHL 19 last night with Jeff that I'll probably talk about. Yeah. Um, God, have I been on since Apex Legends came out? Um, I think so, but I don't think you talked about it. I think you had to leave before we finished the episode, maybe. Okay, so maybe that. Uh, I think that's probably it. Okay. Uh, we're also going to be, talk- gonna be talking about, during Nibble Bits, we're going to be talking about the Pokemon Sword and Shield reveal and our and our thoughts on, on all that stuff, so... That will be during Nibble Bits. I just realized I never got myself a drink to bring down here, but hopefully my mouth I just, doesn't I get just had my wife uh, grab some water for me because oh. I can tell my throat's already Perfect. getting scratchy. Yeah, no, I, I can imagine I'll have to pop out for a second and grab a drink. Uh, so, so Anthem. Um, as I said, me and Eric played the, the beta. Will, did you end up playing any of the beta? No, I didn't. Okay, so me, me and Eric played a little bit of the beta, and then... Uh, we played a little bit launch weekend. No, yeah, it was uh, pre-launch weekend. The trial, the EA the, access yep, trial. Yep, the EA access trial. Me and Eric played a little bit with Tate. Uh, you know, longtime listener of the show, Tate Taterade. Um, and then uh, we, me and Eric, played last night. Actually, a little bit. I played a little bit during the week. Uh, one of the days. Will, how much did you end up playing? Uh, I would say four to five hours. Okay, give or take. That's about what I probably played altogether. Um, a lot of that was, was screwing around in the menus and stuff and, and not necessarily playing the game. Uh, but we'll talk about that briefly. Eric, we'll start with you. Um, Anthem, give us a rundown. Mm. Yeah, I've probably put in close to 15 hours, if I okay. guess. Yeah, I, I know you're significantly higher level than, than me and Will are, so. Yeah, I, uh, <clears throat> so I played the full 10-hour demo mm-hmm. on ea access which is probably the first time that i've ever used that full 10 hours for a game mm-hmm. maybe fifa but I, I don't count that that's a different thing right um yeah i i really uh enjoyed it to begin with uh during my time with the uh the demo uh just the, the gameplay i think is the main thing that sticks out right away uh being able to fly around is just so much fun yeah um and that the world that they built is really cool too all the environments are very cool it looks really good um so those were probably the first two things that jumped out at me i said the next next thing was that i quickly realized that i was not going to give a shit about the story yeah because it's just nonsense uh, i just i skip every every piece of uh dialogue i skip yeah um which I mean, whatever. I, I guess I'm more enjoying the gameplay of it than anything else. Um, and honestly, you know, so I'm not—I wouldn't say I'm out of touch with the games, but certainly not as much as I used to be. So, I personally feel like it's pretty comparable to Destiny, and I don't think I was expecting that quite as much. Mm-hmm. Um, and the more I've played it, the the more I have compared it to Destiny. Not necessarily like gameplay-wise or anything like that, but I think it's going to suffer from the same issues that destiny had which is a shitty story and lack of things to do yeah and repetition 
Yep. Um, so yeah, I was talking when Dan and I played last night. I was telling Dan that, that the more I played it, the less I was liking it. But that was mostly just because I know I was, you know, going to get bored of it probably pretty soon. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm 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 in the same same boat as you, Eric. Um, it's 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 a fun game to play. Mm-hmm. Um, the it controls nicely, and it, you know as much as I hate playing shooters on a controller, uh, I pick the Colossus uh, javelin, and, and I feel like that that helps me because I'm I'm using like heavier weapons. I don't have to worry about like headshots as much. It's mostly just you know look getting my machine guns to spool up and shooting and then and then melee attacks are, are what i do uh and that and that part's really fun like you said the flying is really fun um but missions for the most part last 15 20 minutes uh and then you you go back to the forge to see what equipment you got it's not anything you can equip uh right right then and there i just feel like there's way too much downtime in the game you're not spending as much time playing the game as you are well, farting around in fort tarsus and farting around in the in the the forge and you know and the load screens are really long so well that's the thing that it's not a seamless entry to the forge yeah or out of the forge for that matter yeah like going to these places uh boots up a load screen which takes forever yeah it feels so like, like it's, it feels like it's like a minute or two it really does, and it may it may not be, but when you're sitting there waiting and, and that kind of thing, it feels like it's forever. Yeah. And it really does take you out of it. Um, and like you said, I, I, you should just be able to equip that stuff. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know why you have to go to a special place to do that. Yeah. Um, not to mention that the, especially at first, I feel like a lot of the upgradable stuff, especially the components... Uh, section that you can upgrade is re- it's just not well explained yeah um, and it's it's I don't know if it's confusing but it's just so muddled I, I ended up just picking whatever that was the highest level yeah and not really reading what it did yeah no I agree I I still have yet to figure out a bunch of the stuff I mean I know <laughs> it's it's the onus is kind of on the player in some cases to, to figure that stuff out uh, but I, I'm not interested enough to read more about the game uh, I'll probably play through the story to add it to my beaten games, and then I'll, and I'll probably be done with it. And that's not to say, not you know, as we talked about, we we've enjoyed the gameplay aspect mm-hmm. of it. There's just not enough of that there. And all the missions, like I feel like you're doing the exact same thing. You go to some point, you fight off some bad guys. You go to another point, you fight off some bad guys. You go to another point, you fight off some bad guys, and that's the end of the mission. You know. And then it just ends abruptly, yeah. like, and it couldn't be less underwhelming. Yeah. Um, now I will say that I I did a stronghold mission, which is different from just a regular. I, I guess they're called expeditions. Yeah. Um, and that was actually really fun because mm-hmm. that was different. Uh, that had like a main boss at the end. It was almost like a raid. Uh, had a giant boss at the end, and it took probably I don't know forty five minutes or so. Um, to complete it and it was challenging so that was a lot different because a lot of the the regular expeditions haven't really been that challenging and i know that you can you can turn up the difficulty and and all that but like dan said like they're they're just not interesting yeah the gameplay is what's interesting yep uh beardless in the chat says there's this really sick cinematic cutscene in anthem that would be uh quest in any other bioware game stuff like that bums me out like anthem being built as a story-driven action game could have been pretty cool I agree with that. It'd yeah. have been much better. Well, and we we were joking about how how much we thought Corey would would hate it. Um, yeah. We we were trying to get him to play with us last night, uh, and we we thought Instead he would hate it. He played it. by himself. He played by himself after yeah. we got done, and he he's like, you know, I, it was it was fun. He played through the the intro, and he said it scratched his Mass Effect itch, which you do. I do get that a little bit. Uh, it uh, it does play similarly to like uh, Mass Effect Andromeda. Um, so, well, let's 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 let you jump in here. Uh, I want to hear your thoughts on on Anthem so far. So, my thoughts is it's, it's fine. Um I like I don't really play Destiny or in Destiny in any way shape or form. So, kind of coming into this game, I had a a little bit of a fresher perspective on this style of game because a lot of people are kind of hammering it for having the same problems that Destiny did. But because I'm new to this type of game, uh, I'm 
you know, more okay, I guess, with the, the faults that it has. Because overall, what I will say is I enjoy playing this game. I love the combat. Like, I chose the, the storm class, so, like, mm-hmm. I'm casting spells on the battlefield and things like that. And, like, that's a lot of fun. It looks nice. Um, and that's, like, the enjoyment I'm getting out of the game. I'm enjoying flying around a ton, too. I think that is a great mechanic to be added into the game. Uh, and I think Bioware did a, did a really good job with it. It's a lot of fun. But overall, kind of what Eric says, I don't know if it has the legs to hold me long term because the story is nonsense, I think. I I don't get it. I don't pay attention to it. I'm kind of like him. I skip the, the dialogue just because I don't really find much to it. Yeah, and it's this. I think this game in general kind of suffers because it's it's they could do the story better if you experience the story while you were playing the game instead of it being a completely separate thing that you have to go to and slow yeah. down the good parts of the game which is the gameplay the fighting the combat the the, the flying uh it's in this whole separate slow part of the game that yep. you just want to get back into the the fun part of the game uh but if they put the story elements like when you're actually playing the game you're usually in a group talking with your friends so you don't pick up on that stuff yeah, so I, I don't feel like there's a better way they could have done it necessarily. So um, I actually I listened to Kotaku's split screen podcast. Like I just started listening to it a little bit. Yeah, and they were talking about the same thing, and they were talking about how it was Jason Schreier that mentioned how it's weird how they do the story because they're doing this dialogue and like story beats while you're fighting in the game, and yeah. you can't hear what they're talking about or making any sense of it because you're you're trying to survive and kill things and do things like that they do just like a bad job of it yeah. uh, jason schreier said it'd be cool like if you ran into like a spot where you're all in the same dialogue option and you and your friends like work together to try and like make it so this person doesn't attack you sort of thing like having different ways to make the story interesting and have it be a team effort to do the story as opposed to just like having it on in the background and because the selling point of this game was bioware said the story was going to be really good and interesting and i just don't think it is yeah and that's what differentiates, supposed to differentiate this game from a Destiny. Because no one cares about the Destiny story, I don't think. No. So, sure. yeah, so I think the they kind of, it feel this game feels rushed out. Yeah, I agree. So, I, just, I, I like you said, Will, I, I don't think it has any legs. Yeah, and like, when this game, like, I'm honestly thinking of not playing this for like a year, and then coming back to it when there's more filled well, that's, out. that's what... The the people who got the best experience with Destiny, the first Destiny, that's what they did. Yeah. You waited a what, year. What was that one expansion that came out that made it way better? I can't remember what it was called. Taken King. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was Taken King. But after that came out, Destiny was ten times better than what it started out as. Yeah. And I feel like the the makers of Anthem didn't learn anything from that. And you th- would think they would have, you know? I would have imagined but unfortunately somehow they they did i don't know and like i think overall the actual gameplay i enjoy more than a destiny because i did oh, play a little sure. bit of destiny so i think like they do have some things that they did right it's just kind of surprising that with how much how much room they got to see with destiny and like the routes that bungie took that they wouldn't be able to be making a better game and i would just wonder if maybe ea wanted this game out faster than they wanted and that's why not it's to be like too, EA is the bad guy, but that might yeah. be part of the problem. It's too bad because it really is fun to play. Yeah, I don't it's... think I don't think I'll ever get tired of flying through like canyons. No, no that's, that's so awesome. fun. And, but but again, you know, you you start to overheat really quickly. So especially yeah. especially my javelin, like it, because it's big and heavy, um, it overheats really quickly. So I have to be careful about that. You know, uh, but that's a, that's a blast rocketing through canyons oh. and under arches and. Uh, we, me and Eric did a battle in a, a really cool castle area last night. Really? Uh, yeah, and I, I was like, wow. Like, I kind of want to know, why is there a castle, you know, in this high-tech uh, story area, you know? that That's the stuff that's interesting to me, but you just miss out on all that stuff. Yep, the exactly. one I did in uh, uh, the Stronghold mission that I did was in, like, this deep cavern. Uh-huh. And, like, getting down into that was really cool, too. And going underwater and all that kind of stuff, it, it was just really cool. Like, all the the worlds are great. The gameplay is great. It's just, there's just not enough meat to it. Yeah. And there's, like it's there's, an appetizer. What What's the whistle? What's the whistle, yeah. It's like the, the restaurant shut down after the appetizer round. 
yeah and there's no out. there's no variance in missions either yeah. really it's kind of the same shtick throughout the whole oh yeah it's just super repetitive which is fine for me initially because i don't play these games so it's like oh this is fun this is cool this is neat but like i know i know better it's gonna wear off when i get yeah more into it so but you keep thinking to yourself like all right well at some point this is going to be different hopefully <laughs> and the stronghold was you know to an extent but you know the general gist of the game is not different yeah, yeah. no it seems very very samey so what do you guys think about the the looting aspect and the upgrading I'm I think gonna... they do a bad job telling you what things are. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I even when you look at the weapons on the screen, like they don't look all that different from each other. Mm-hmm. I think that's one area where Destiny has uh, Anthem beat. Is oh Destiny God, has some yeah. very very cool and different looking weapons. Uh, you like know, specifically named things. Yeah, it, it, you're 100 percent right. It yeah. was way better in Destiny. Um, I'm not sure if that's just because we're not in the end game yet. Apparently, that stuff gets better in the end game. But yeah. I'm not going to play the end game. So I, you know, I want to have I want to have cool looking stuff now when I'm pl- actually going to play through the game. Right. Uh, yeah, I mean, like I have auto cannons uh, and grenade launchers, and even like the sniper rifles and stuff. At least for for my Colossus, don't look that different from one one another. Uh, yeah. And the customization options when you start off are not very good either to make your javelin look cool. I know that was one of the the selling points of the game, um, but I don't have anything yet. And unless I'm gonna spend actual money getting stuff, I'm not, you know, I'm not gonna no, not gonna be able to look cool for right now. Yeah, yeah. And like I said, I when I I have all these things in my inventory and like you apply them to your javelin, but I don't know what any of them are. It's just like I like think the components and does... strike force or whatever strike system and stuff like that. Yeah, I guess I'm just confused what what things do. You know? Yeah, I mean, one of them is like your LB attack. One is your RB attack. One is like uh, I don't know. It's the LB and RB together. So they they're different attacks, but they don't do a good job of like telling you that or making it obvious. You know, so you kind of have to work yourself through that. But yeah, even when you're looking at them in the menus, like it's it's just muddy. I don't know. I don't yeah. know how to describe it. It just doesn't feel like a good, solid, uh, easy to use menu. Yeah, it just could be better. Oh, absolutely. You know, it, like it, this, it's essentially a looter shooter with the loot. Yeah. Like you said, it's all it's not differentiated enough. It's it's muddy. It's yeah, not not good. I don't think. So I basically just look for what's going to make my power level higher, which is uh, the same thing as light level in Destiny. Okay. <laughs> for the most part. Yeah, so that didn't didn't differ- differentiate itself either. No. So one of the games that this game is actually compared to is Warframe. Um, but I haven't I, played Warframe, but I've uh, always heard really good things. I've heard. I, I was just going to say that uh, the, Warframe seems to be the best game in this type of genre, and, and Warframe is completely one hundred percent free. So there's also that. So I, I wanted to give positive that Dave in Boston was a Warframe player. Yeah, we've had a few people that have tried to get us to play Warframe, and none of us have have taken them up on that offer. Um, but costs too much. Oh, it's way, way, way too much. Free download, no, no can do. No, but it's it's mostly because I, you know, I don't really play these games, so um, yeah, it's mostly I'm pl- playing Anthem for the the spectacle, and uh, you know because it's the new hotness right now, or the new thing for us to tease, I guess. Yeah. In this case, well, I'll say I'm glad that uh, I was able to split it with Will. I would yeah. be far more disappointed had i paid full price for it because it's it's tough because i do like it and like yeah. it's it's fun to play it's just there's not enough there for me for a 60 dollar game yep totally agree me and Corey split ours so uh again i feel the same way it's not not as bad um uh beardless uh we got two votes for warframe in the chat from idaho jake and and beardless say it says uh what warframe is pretty dope at the start uh it just got big for me or got too got too big for me. Sorry. Yeah. So, because I know they just added a whole open world area to to Warframe. So, 
Is Warframe yeah. on like everything? Yeah, it's on Switch. It's on uh, oh, uh, wow. yeah, and all all the all the consoles, PC. Maybe I'll try it on Xbox, and we can talk about one we missed. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, and again, like you like you guys, I've heard nothing but great things about about Warframe. So, <sighs> any other thoughts on Anthem? No, I think that's that pretty much sums it up for me. Yeah, I don't. I have... didn't. I don't think I mentioned that I picked the uh, Interceptor to start as my starting javelin yeah which i really have enjoyed i've unlocked two other slots but i haven't tried anything but the interceptor and i really like it okay will what did you start with uh storm storm yeah i got to the point where i got to pick a second one i think that's level eight Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah so that's where i've left off and i think like i said i'm gonna wait a little bit until the game gets filled out a little bit more and return to it yeah because I will say, like, as much as I kind of was negative on it, I do actually really like it. Yeah, so, it's fun to play. Yeah. Good, solid gameplay, uh, which I think is, that's important. I think if we return to this game a year from now, uh, they'll have uh, hopefully addressed all of pl- the players' concerns. They they just released a, a roadmap for the next few months. I didn't didn't look at it because uh, I'm still trying to figure out what's already in the game and, and how those systems interact um but yeah they they released a maybe it was a six month roadmap uh for for updates and stuff and and loot is one thing they're they're gonna address i don't know what what that means but uh hopefully hopefully it's a a positive side but yeah uh you know i feel like gameplay in this type of game is the hardest thing to accomplish uh but i think they they have that at least with with anthem so It's, it's it's a good start it's gonna be weird though if uh, EA is gonna have the the leash on Bioware, you I, know. I just feel like Bioware can't take too many more of these hits, you know. That's that's what I'm thinking too. I don't know. It just doesn't look good with how the EA sales is. Were not what they expected either. Yeah. Yeah. So. I, don't I know. have uh, some of the roadmap here if you want me to read it off. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. Go for it. Uh, okay. Uh, this, so the, this is on Polygon. Uh, mm-hmm. This They said these are some of the highlights of the roadmap. Gotcha. Things kick off next week with three in-world events and continue with a series of March updates called The Evolving World. These will bring back two of the three events uh, while also offering new cosmetics, new items, and the first phase of Anthem's legendary missions. In April, Stronger Together is about enhancing interaction and competition in Anthem's multiplayer. That means a new stronghold and a weekly stronghold challenge with leaderboards and guild support. And this month begins phase two of legendary missions and a new progression system. No, new progression system. Uh, Plus seven free play events. And in May, Anthem's Cataclysm starts bringing another free play event, new missions and rewards, and no other details were mentioned. Um, Yeah. Okay. Um, One thing I forgot to say, too... uh, I don't. I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast or if I was talking to you about it, Eric. But uh, I did the free play a couple times. Um, yeah. And the the first time I did it, like you just kind of wander around and nothing really happens. And I I think I was telling you, but I, that I wish it was more like uh, when Guild Wars does their does the all the cool events that they have in the you know wandering around the world. Uh, mm-hmm. I can't remember what they what they called it, but. Uh, yeah, they would have these events that you know you you get together as a as a group of of strangers in, in whatever zone you were you were doing, and if you complete that you know that test or or boss or you know zone boss or whatever, uh, it'll spawn another event and another event and another event, and you know if you ultimately get those events all beaten, uh, it, it you know you get a, get a reward or a bigger boss, and uh, that was always really fun for me in, in Guild Wars and. Uh, there's just nothing going on, and I complained about this with Destiny too. It was, it was the same thing. I think that got better, um, but but Anthem didn't have anything going on in the. There's I think there's four people in your instance, and they're all off wandering around doing their own thing. Yeah, there's uh, like random outlaw camps and stuff you can you can find. Yeah. Um, it's all static think, stuff though. It's just kind of there, you know. Yeah, I I think that when I did free play. A mission tried to populate for me, but I didn't go to the right place. Okay. Um, Idaho Jake says Anthem does have random yep. events in free play. Mm-hmm. So maybe we just didn't do it long enough. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I actually wanted to say, too, I, I went to do free play last night, Eric, after after we stopped playing together. 
uh, and it, mm-hmm. fro- it froze on me when it was loading. So I was like, well, <laughs> that's enough of this. Screw that, yep. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, I guess our, our thoughts are good gameplay. Need, they need to work on the rest of the game, right? Pretty much. Yeah. Any other any other closing thoughts? No. Yeah. Me neither. Will, final thoughts on Anthem? No. Yeah, I got nothing. Okay. Uh Nibblebits. Will, do you want to cover uh Pokemon Sword and Shield? Yeah, so yesterday Nintendo had a seven minute direct to announce Generation 8 of Pokemon. Um, they're going to be coming out, I'm guessing, quarter four of yeah, this year. Yeah, it's late 2019. Yeah, so I figured October, November, December. Uh, and the two new Pokemon games are called Sword and Shield, which I think are very weird names for Pokemon games, if anything. Sure. But uh, it takes place in the Galar region, which is based off the United Kingdom, which is kind of cool. Uh, there's a little bit more of an industrial feel to the game as opposed to being more not industrial because the past games weren't really didn't have that like industry feel that this game does from what i could tell in the trailer at least uh they didn't really show too awful much they just showed uh the world a little bit some different set pieces and your character walking around they did show off that um which a change that i actually wish they they kept in the let's go games they actually went back to not having pokemon showing up in the wild from what i could tell um which i kind of liked uh, that they had that in Let's Go Eevee, it kind of makes the world feel a little bit more lived in as opposed to just being empty. So the random battles are back, and uh, they showed off the three starters, which are uh, a grass monkey Grookey, a fire bunny named Score Bunny, and then a like a lizard chameleon water Pokemon named Sobble. So uh, that's kind of all the details we got on it right now. Um, they didn't show too much, so I don't really know what to expect because it seems like it's going to be this be another pokemon game but i also don't really know for sure because they didn't show off too much yeah um i don't know i know eric's thoughts dan but what what did you think you don't know my thoughts i I actually want to hear eric's thoughts before 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 (laughs) talking about mine go ahead eric uh i I know you kind of speak for Corey too in this well here's the thing I, I learned a couple things, I think, from watching that. Um, I actually really like the art style of it. I think uh, it looks really cool. Yep. Um, there's still a chance I might buy it, but here's my, my issue with Pokemon is that it's just, and, and it might just be, I think I realized that I just don't really like it, the main Pokemon game. I mm-hmm. much prefer the spinoff games yeah. of the Pokemon series. Um I don't know. I just feel like there's so much more potential for that than just going around and capturing Pokemon. And I know that that is what the heart and soul of the uh-huh. game is. But it, I feel it could, like it could be it, done better. It could just well, they, they could just do so much more with the series. Yeah. I, you know, I just feel like keep making a keep making two different games that are the same game um, is. I, I just, it's not needed, in my opinion. I don't know why they do that. Uh, why I know why they do it because people buy them. But um, and B to just keep doing the same formula over and over again with just weird new Pokemon. I I just feel like it's super tired. Yeah. I would lump it in with like Gears of War, which is on its fifth entry. Halos on its sixth entry. It's just these things are so tired anymore. And all all they're really doing is getting better looking and not really bringing anything new to the table. And it really frustrates me, I think, with Pokemon because there's so much they could do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, so, well, real quick, yeah, the, I would Pokemon just probably isn't for you or Corey because when you look yeah. at a lot of games, like you look at final fantasy you look at call of duty you look at battlefield games inherently the formula is the same for most of the entries um with a few feature changes here and there which is exactly what pokemon does it's the same inherent gameplay with minor tweaks to it so it just seems like pokemon as a whole just isn't something that you guys would be want to play anymore well, I know. I, the thing that's frustrating to me, though, is I just feel like it has way more potential, whereas Call of Duty, I don't think, has any more potential than what they're <laughs> offering. Well, you so my, I mean? my only thing is I wonder, 
if this game does have some deviation to it because we really don't know like it just from what we saw the like two minute actual trailer that we saw it looks like it's a lot of the same but looks better and more open but overall like i don't really know because when breath of the wild was first showing off who like it nobody had any idea what it was going to really be uh and that turned out to be the first game that was actually radically different from the zelda formula other than the first game because the first game in zelda was open world and this this most recent one was open world but after that all of them were like a linear story so yeah but i do agree with you will i just don't think it's for me but again i i just there's something i really like about the idea of pokemon and what it is yeah and i've really enjoyed like pokemon stadium pokemon snap you know the spinoff games are awesome yeah um and i just don't feel like there's enough of that so seeing another pokemon game that's the same to me just doesn't really get me excited i guess and i i guess it's just kind of disappointing because i was hoping it was gonna be something i was a little more interested in so it's i guess it's just me being selfish but yeah you know it's the same same things i got uh let's go pikachu and I don't know what I was expecting. I pre- maybe I should have done a little more research before I bought it. But when I realized it was just the same thing, I was like, "Oh, well, this is kind of a bummer." Yeah, that one especially was just a straight up remake of Red yeah. and Blue, which you, and you know you'd already me for played. Not looking more into it, I guess. But yeah, it, it's just kind of a bummer to me. Yeah, I'm w- I'm with you, Eric. I think th- I think there is a lot more they could do with it. Uh, you're certainly not the only one that thinks that. There was a lot of complaining on on the Nintendo Switch Reddit about uh, Game Freak and how how lazy and complacent they've gotten uh, with the, with the Pokemon games, just kind of rehashing the same thing over again yeah. with a slightly different setting, slightly different Pokemon. Well, part of the problem though is a lot of those people that are complaining are still going to buy it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sure. <laughs> You know, definitely, and that's why they're complacent. I guess if you want to call them complacent, I don't know if I would say that, but that's why they get away with that because yeah. people still buy it, and it's yeah. just super popular. Yeah, yeah, because this well, thing... it'll it'll sell twenty million copies. You know, well, the yeah. thing is, is what makes Pokemon Pokemon. Pokemon. Yeah, well, that I was I was gonna bring that up, especially this game specifically. Like, uh, you know, when they when they tried to. I don't even know if they necessarily changed up the formula, but they cha- made minor tweaks to the Pokemon formula in Let's Go Eevee and Let's Go Pikachu, people, and people, people did not like that. It. Yeah, people yeah. did not like that. So, and, um, and that's these well, that's games. I, these games were marketed as the core Pokemon RPGs. So let me rant for a second, Dan. Go ahead. A lot of those people like that you see on the Reddit complain that Pokemon's the same, and then when Nintendo does something different, like the Mystery Dungeon games, the Let's Go games, people complain about it yeah so it's the same thing like couldn't does nintendo and i think this game has a high ceiling to be a pretty special pokemon game comparatively to all of them but either way it's just gonna make a mass majority of people angry one way or another because it's gonna be the people who want the game to stay the same that'll be happy if it stays the same but those people are gonna be upset if there's some changes to the game it's i don't know i just you're not wrong and they don't win either way so that's just what drives me crazy about it because oh they'll win well, they're going right. to be just fine. So yeah. let me rephrase that. And they're going to have people mad at them one way or another. It's just depending what group they're going to choose to upset this time. Here's the thing. People who are that passionate about Pokemon that feel the need to bitch that strongly about it are going to buy it regardless. Yeah, 100%. So, And then they're they're going to play it a lot, day, and then they're going to complain yeah. about it on Reddit and Twitter. Yeah. Yep. Well, I beat and, it three times, but... I hate it. <laughs> With well, with that being said, I did want to before we got to your point or your point, Dan. What did you guys think of the starters? Did any of them catch your eye? Uh, I gotta tell you, I've, <laughs> they're pretty fucking weak. <laughs> you think they're weak? Yeah, I do. What did you think, Dan? I I didn't. I like the water one. I like the idea of it being kind of a shy, uh, wallflower type Pokemon. That's actually the one I liked too. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I somebody and I'll never unsee it. Somebody put a picture up. It was the three starter Pokemon next to the three, um, I think Powerpuff Girls. Powerpuff Girls. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they look just like them. I was yeah. like, oh, man. Yeah. Yep, I saw that, too. So that's all I can think of. But uh, if I had to pick which one I liked, probably wouldn't be the water one. You're a score bunny guy, aren't you? No. Grookey. You know, actually, there was a poll on a group that I'm in which one you were going to pick first and i actually did say the water one but after watching it again 
I might pick Grookey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, what did, what did you think? I thought it looked okay. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely interested. I hope it's... I hope it's fully 3D. I know that sounds weird, but the, all the camera angles that they gave us when there was actual movement and gameplay, it looked like the camera was fixed, which will play. It'll probably end up playing just like uh, uh, "Let's Go Eevee" and "Let's Go Pikachu," which yeah. is fine. I mean, I'll get it and play it. Um, you know, I know my kids will like it. So, uh, yeah, I don't know, uh, but yeah, I mean, I definitely think I think they should have a different company develop a like just a balls to the wall pokemon game you know it just needs a fresh set of eyes yeah i i do think while i'm extremely excited for this one i would like a wider open more massive pokemon game that's fully 3d like basically we're talking before the announcement about somebody saw it the rumor was it was breath of the wild scope with like i would like a game like that oh, big can you with imagine? that much to do i think that would be incredible it just seems like we're still not going to get that. Well, but... you you mentioned outside eyes, but I th- I believe it was Monolith Soft that helped develop Breath of the Wild. So it was a at least partially developed by a different developer. It wasn't wasn't all necessarily in house Nintendo stuff. So I don't know if Game, would... I don't know if Game Freak is going to allow that with with Pokemon, but probably interesting. not. Probably not. Yeah, you're right. They're they're making millions. They don't. Uh, bi- making billions probably and selling did, millions uh, of copies what'd your son think dan oh he was excited he was happy that there was there was sword and shield is he i'm guessing he picked sword uh, i didn't ask him which one we were gonna get uh he, shields where it's at yeah he's he's under the weather today so he wasn't as enthused as he would be normally <laughs> so but yeah that's uh that's it for pokemon right I think so, yeah. I don't believe I have any other uh, nibble bits. Does anyone else have any nibble bits they want to talk about? That was a lengthy nibble bit. Yeah. Uh, it, it was a bad week for me. Anthem actually came out at the wrong week, too, because my kids were sick like all week and didn't sleep and were grumpy all day, so I, I really didn't get a lot of uh, game time or time to do other things other than take care of sick kids. So yeah. that was my fun for the week. There was a Modern Warfare 2 campaign remaster popped up online. Nice. So that's that's coming. Yeah. Modern Warfare 2. Why just campaign? Like, I don't get it. I don't know. People people used to be really into the Call of Duty campaigns. I was always more into the multiplayer. The first Modern, the first modern Warfare. That was a great game. Yeah, that was a great, great camp. I didn't didn't play the multiplayer. I only played the campaign. Oh, so okay. Uh, that's it for nibble bits, then, right? I yes, think, sir. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of slow, slow news week. Uh, Eric, what, how's your week? Good. Jeez, you know, I don't know if I have too super much to report. Um. Oh, last time I was on, I, I got to see one of my favorite bands. Uh, I got to see Coheed and Cambria recently. For, I think it was like the seventh time I've seen them. Still fantastic every time. Um, other than that, I haven't, really, haven't had too awful much going on. I'm going to see Dropkick Murphys on March 10th. Nice. So that should be awesome. That's on their St. Paddy's Day tour, so it's a week before St. Paddy's Day. Um... That's about it. Excited about Virginia basketball. I think they've got a really good chance of winning it this year. Really, really good team. So, should be fun down here while the uh, March Madness is going on. Nice. I don't think there's anything else that I have going on. Yeah, I got nothing. Nothing to share. Yeah. Will? Mm, I have a bad pimple on my nose. It's been embarrassing me for the last week, but other than that... Just put a band-aid over it. I feel like that draws more attention to it. I put makeup on it today. Did you? <laughs> yeah. Breathe rate strip. It's just like, I don't get acne at all. I've been very fortunate. But when I do get one, it's pretty bad. And this one... It's a honker. Th- well, I worked on Tuesday morning, and it's 6 in the morning, and one of my team leaders comes up to me and goes, What's on your nose? <laughs> what a slapper. <laughs> so it's like, I knew it was bad. Uh, so I've just been 
apparently putting toothpaste on it and going to bed helps out. So I've been doing that. It's kind of killed it killed it down a little bit and i've been uh, one of my friends who's a nurse he said to put a hot compress on it because what happens is it opens up the pore more so dirt will fall through the pore that's clogging up the actual spot so like the oil doesn't build up in that so i've been doing that and it has been going down it's just not as fast as i want but everybody wants me to pop it i don't want to do that because i don't want it to start and and record it and put it on the internet it was bad. Everyone said it looked angry because it was so red. Uh-huh. It does look angry, but I feel like you got to pop it. I don't want it to scar, though. Ah. If I have a scar on my nose because I popped a giant pimple. Yeah. Oh, my wife's listening. She's she's watches those fucking pimple oh. popping videos and shit like that all the time. I've seen a couple, and oh, no thank it's you. It's the worst, right? Yeah. I saw it's one. Like, it's like porn for her. I saw one on Tosh where they uh, lanced one on someone's back, and just the amount of stuff that came out of it was maybe vomit. It's disgusting. You ever seen the ones where like people have the really bad acne on their cheek, and the doctor will literally just squeeze the whole cheek, and like multiple pores just start oozing. It's fucking disgusting. Yeah. No thank you. It makes me want to never go on the internet again. Yep. One of the many things the internet ruins for people. <laughs> uh, anyway. So that's, that's my big thing this week. Yeah. Uh, nothing here. Let's get into what we played then, shall we? Yeah. Will, Cheers. start us off with Far Cry New Dawn. So, yeah, well, I totally forgot you bought that. Yeah, so Far Cry New Dawn. Let me start off by saying this is better than Far Cry 5, in my opinion. Um, So what Far Cry 5 did was it removed a lot of the RPG elements to the game, like crafting and all of those sorts of things, uh, which kind of sucked because then there was no reason to really hunt animals. Uh, You couldn't really get any value out of it other than some money. But with this, what happened is... They added crafting back into the game so you could craft different guns. And on top of that, they also added a home base system that you can improve. So when you're capturing those outposts now, you get this thing called ethanol. And the ethanol is used to improve the different parts of your base. So there'll be like the infirmary, there'll be the training camp, there'll be the uh, ethanol, weapon. Ethanol like fuel, like gas? Yep, yep. Uh, the crafting station, like, it adds different benefits to your character. So, like, if I increase the infirmary, I'll get 150% health as opposed to 100. And if I increase it again, it'll be 200%. So, like, it does cool stuff like that. And I really, really enjoy that aspect of Far Cry. So when it kind of was out of 5, it bummed me out. So this was a welcome addition to the game. Um, And also what I really like about the game is it's very colorful. Um, It takes place, I think it's like 20 years after Far Cry 5, uh, after a nuclear explosion ends up hitting the area. So, um, you know, they went through like a cold period and then everything kind of bloomed again to making it like neon pinks and purples and greens and stuff like that. So it's a really, really colorful game. Uh, I will say I don't really care for the new antagonist antagonists it's two twins who run a organization called the highwaymen uh, honestly the far cry protagonist peaked with pagan men in far cry 4 i didn't think the joseph seed was too great in 5 um so i think it's they've steadily gone downhill yeah, since joseph. Then. i liked joseph and he's in far cry new dawn and i actually really like him in new dawn but um I, I just think overall this game, it's the same map, but it's a little bit more condensed. And I just think, like, it's a cheaper, more concentrated game. Uh, and the things that they put back into it makes it more fun and more replayability as opposed to in New Dawn. I was done with it after 15 hours because the only thing I was doing was the story beats. And I didn't really care about the story beats towards that point of the game. Uh, but this one, like, I've played probably close to 10 hours and I've just loved every minute of it so far. Um, I'll have to give it give it a shot. Yeah, it, it's I think it's really good. Um, I really like it. I have to go back to five because I might be just kind of selling, uh, short selling it a little bit there because I might not. Because you know I haven't played it. I never went back to it. I usually don't not go back to a game to beat it. So and I didn't with that one. So I kind of want to see what I, 
how it does compare to New Dawn because I think they're about a year apart on release date. But I yeah, I actually really like New Dawn. I like the music a lot too. The music's really well done. Um, it's like this. It's sort of EDM-y, but not as obnoxious. Um, I think it's well done. I think the game overall is a lot of fun. Cool. I've been um, I've been tempted to purchase it on PC. I really have. Yeah, and you know what? I was going to wait until this went on sale, but I have a little extra spending money right now, so I was like, well, why not? I'll treat myself to to a game. So I, I ended up buying that, and I'm I'm really loving it. I'm looking forward. I think I might be like halfway done with the story-ish, maybe. I don't know. But yeah, it's really cool. I got all the guns for hire already, which was my first thing, was to get all the different characters that assist you. Um, and they're all pretty cool. The game's pretty funny at times, too. Um, the only thing is, is because I didn't play Far Cry 5 that much, I don't recognize the map at all, and I think that's a good thing, that I don't recognize it, because I might, I might be a little less interested in the game. Like, there's only, like, one spot that I've recognized from Far Cry 5 that are, that's in this, so it is, seems very different from Far Cry 5 on the map, even though it's the same area. Nice. Um, oh, also... Our biggest complaint from Far Cry 5 was how you couldn't go two feet without being attacked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's not as bad in this one. Oh, my God. Now that you say that, I remember that. Oh. It was brutal. That was terrible. You really couldn't go more than two feet. Yeah, you would be attacked every minute, and then they bring in helicopters at a certain point in the game, and it was just not fun anymore because of that. And in this one, it's not that bad. So. Okay, that's good. good. Yeah, no, I really, I recommend it to both of you because I, me, like, I'm just a Far Cry fan. I don't really get too tired of the formula. It's just like a kind of not, not like a guilty pleasure game, but it's an old standby that I can go to and enjoy and have fun with. And I think this one does it better than the last one. Mm. So, okay. Yeah, that's uh, <clears throat> that's really it. Unless you guys have some questions about how some stuff works, but. No, I'm interested. No, I think I, I have a pretty good feel for how, how the old Far Cry formula goes. <laughs> yeah, it does not deviate too much from it. No, no. <laughs> but it's good. I mean, they're fun. Yeah, no, they're, they're enjoyable. Okay. But, Eric? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess I'll start with Apex Legends, uh, the newest uh, Battle Royale to, to come out. Uh, that's EA, too, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it's respawn. Respawn. Um, I, you know what I like most about it is that it just came out of nowhere, and just was there. Yeah. And I actually really, really like it. It's probably my favorite battle royale that I've played. Um, even though I'm not going to play it nearly as much as I put into Fortnite. Um, I, I, I don't know. I think it's just really well made. It's a really, it's a good combination of. It feels like a smoother version of Blackout from Call of Duty. It's like, graphically, it's a little different. It's a little faster paced, I would say. It's actually a lot faster paced. Um, but I haven't played a lot recently. I actually <clears throat> played a match today and died immediately. And I go, you know what? Battle Royales just aren't for me anymore. <laughs> I respect yeah. what they do, and I get why people like them, but I'm just not good enough. It's a time commitment. Yeah, I'm not good enough to be any sort of competitive in those games. But with that said, Apex Legends is probably my favorite one that I've played. Uh, I think there are eight, uh, I'll call them champions, that you can choose from. So it's got a kind of a nice mix of Blackout, Titanfall, and kind of Overwatch, too. Because you have the different champions with different abilities to to, uh, use, which I thought was really neat. And uh, they have some pretty cool champions with uh, some different abilities that... uh, really cool um i did not get a win in my time the best i did was second place two times um solo but it no no with it with a full team uh full team is three in this game uh one of the times was with jeff and showtime um it was always showtime's like second match playing um but yeah still i mean you get that get the uh blood flowing towards the end just like you do in any of the other ones so it's, it's really fun uh, not too much else to say about it, really, but I, I would definitely say it is my favorite Battle Royale that I've played, so give it a try if you haven't and you like those kind of games. Um, and then I've been playing NHL 19. This is the most I've played an NHL game in a very long time. Um, 
play mostly online with Jeff and sometimes Showtime when we get a chance to all three of us get together. Um, we're doing online seasons like we used to do with FIFA. Uh, but last night, Jeff and I were able to win a playoff series. We won the Rookie Cup Challenge, which was four straight games, which um, for us is very good. Uh-huh. Because our overall record is like, I didn't play all these games. Jeff and Showtime play sometimes too, but we're like 36 and 55, I think. But we got off nice. to a very bad start when we first started. We're much better now. Yeah, um, you have to adjust to the to the gameplay style, right? Yeah, because it's <laughs> you know playing online is different than playing um, the computer, obviously. Yeah. Um, but I love the, all the customizable stuff with it with the your skater. Um, Jeff is the captain of our team, so he customizes. We unlock, uh, as a team, the more wins and things that we get and progress our club, we unlock different um, arenas, different uh, goal horns, uh, you know, anything like that, logos. So it's, it's pretty cool. So you can immediately, when you start a game, you can immediately tell how much a team has played because just based on what kind of arena, arena you're playing in. Uh-huh. The team we came up against for the cup final last night had like an NHL arena. So we were a little nervous, but uh-huh. we got down two nothing. We came back and won three to two. Nice. So, and we all named our players after Mighty Ducks players. Awesome. Yep. I'm Gordon Bombay. Jeff is Kenny Wu. Showtime is Fulton Reed. <laughs> and Unit is Adam Banks. That's fantastic. Yeah. So, yeah, great stuff. Love love playing that online. It is a blast. Okay. But yeah, that's about it for me. Uh, the, <clears throat> excuse me. The only thing I I played this week, uh, again, that was of any significance, was a lot more Valkyria Chronicles Four. Uh, Will, you got to give it a try. I really want to. Uh, the only thing stopping me right now is uh, Wargroove. I want to play more Wargroove. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but the the thing is, is next weekend when we're uh, in deposit, I'm bringing my Switch, so I'm gonna try and like get through some Let's Go EV Hollow Knight and Wargroove. Oh, there you go. So that's gonna be my goal. Yeah, I'm up to over 30 hours in Valkyria Chronicles 4. Um, the story feels like it's uh, there is winter parts too. Will, um, yeah, you'll you'll love that. Um, but the game's so good, and and Coria actually specifically asked me last week if there was. Uh, any of the, <clears throat> excuse me, the jank that was in the first one, uh, with the the with the way battles pan out, and so far I have not come across that yet uh, in my thirty hours. I think I just hit chapter twelve, uh, and then I've done all the skirmishes and I've done all the squad stories uh, in addition to those two, and <clears throat> it's 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 really really good game. I also told told Corey last week on the episode it would probably be. It would probably be number two or three in my game of the year list. Really? For last year. If I had played it last year, yeah. Two, three, four. Top five, definitely. I was worried when I didn't play it that that was going to (laughs) happen, that it was going to be a game up that high, but... Yeah, it's it's quite good. Um, But that's all I played. Uh, I also played, uh, right before we started this podcast, actually, uh, HQ Trivia. It was Lord of the Rings. HQ trivia that uh, my my wife and I won, so that's like my fourth or fifth HQ trivia win. Jeez. So and we win uh, we win HQ words just about every night too. Mostly because okay. of her, not not as much me, but you guys are I'll geniuses. It. I'll take it. Eh, I'm good at random trivia, and she's great at word games. What's HQ Words? I've never even heard of that. That it's the new one. It's uh, you solve word puzzles. Oh, yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty. I'd fun. actually probably be much better at that than I am trivia. Yeah, they do. It's at nine thirty at night, just about every night. And then sometimes they have like random games like during the day on the weekends. I think they do like a Saturday morning cartoons themed uh, HQ Words. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, and that's all, I think. So let's call up feedback. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm realizing now that I, I, I really need a drink. <laughs> yeah, my throat's getting pretty rough. Yep, I'm starting to cough. 
Uh, all right, so this is from Tate, who says, hang on a second. Okay. <laughs> Had to clear my throat. Uh, he says, sup, dudes. So last week I took Friday off work and I played Anthem from 12 to 4.30 in the morning. Then I woke up at 8 and played the entire day. I played the entire day on Saturday and most of Sunday, and I beat the main story. I've been working on the end game. I roll with the Colossus most of the time and the Ranger a lot, too. Both of which are epic level. My Colossus is power level 452. I have six different Masterwork guns and a legendary ordnance launcher. It's funny because my brother has been playing it as much as me, but he only got three Masterworks total, and two of them were the same thing. I know the loot is weird, especially when you reach the end game, but an update came out today to fix that, so hopefully it makes the grind less grueling after beat the story. Uh, anyways, I don't really understand the hate I've been seeing for Anthem. It's an awesome and fun experience. It's only going to get better with time as they bring out more content. The story was meh for me. I didn't feel like I bonded with any of the characters, and the end seemed like it happened too fast. Uh, didn't have much emotion wrapped up in it, which Bioware is usually great at. But either way, I've loved my experience with Anthem. I'm actually playing right now. It's just one of those games that I think about when I'm at work, and it's all I want to play. Other than that, I've played nothing else and plan on playing nothing else. Hope you gentlemen have a great week. Taterade out. So that's Tate's thoughts on uh, Anthem. Um, I mean, he seems like he's echoing a lot of the same stuff we're talking about. It's just not as big of a deal for him, right? Yeah. 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 And I could so- totally see that. Yeah. I could definitely see people getting a lot of enjoyment out of it. Yep. Yep. Agreed. He was, Didn't he almost boycott it? No, I don't think so. I thought it was no, Tate that said he almost did He was play. talking about the 10-hour trial thing, I think. Yeah, the early access yeah. thing. Or eat. Yeah, EA access, uh, ten hours early access. Well, whatever it, whatever it's origin called. access and yeah, yeah, whatever. Uh, yeah, because if you bu- if you bought a certain version, if you if you pre-ordered it and had origin premiere access, you got to play like as much as you wanted. You don't you weren't limited to the ten ten hours. It was, it was okay. weird. It's hard to explain and weird. Yeah, and they they caught some money just like their. Uh menus yeah just like the menus that's right uh so that was from tate tate's thoughts on anthem next is from idaho jake who says uh hey guys so we got a new addition to the house uh a nintendo switch came with a 35 dollar eShop credit we also got a cool zelda carrying case and a black zelda controller now for the games we got minecraft just dance 2019 carnival games breath of the wild and of course for the sixth time skyrim as for Anthem, it's cool when you have people to play with, but load screens are why, way too long, and I hate that you still have to matchmaker for free play. Far Cry New Dawn is an awesome game, and I'm having tons of fun with it. Well, it's all I can think of, so have a great night. It's a nice haul for the Nintendo Switch. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jake, let me know when you've played Breath of the Wild, man. Uh, I want to know if you love it as much as I do. I've actually, it was funny, right before we started this episode, I read an article about, uh, it was, uh, I don't remember who wrote it. It was, oh, Nathan Grayson on Kotaku, and he said, like, now's a good time to get back into Breath of the Wild. And as I was reading the article. I read the same thing, too. Yeah, I was like, oh, dang it. Like, it I, made me want to play it again. Yeah, I'm like, dang it. I, I, I'm i on a good streak of not playing Breath of the Wild. Like, I'm you know what, finishing you know games. He, it was called, it, he said now was a good time to, I think it was delete your save file uh, and start over. Start completely over. Okay. Start over. Yeah, that's what he was. He was. I guess you would say arguing for. Yeah, because uh, I mean, I still have to finish my master mode playthrough. I think I've got three divine beasts done. Um, I'm. You know, I think I have two hundred and fifteen hours played on Breath of the Wild. Uh, and dang it, if I don't want to play it again. But like I said, I'm on such a good streak of playing other things. I've got Xbox games. I've got to finish. I wish uh, I know. I wish you didn't bring up Breath of the Wild. Why? Because now you want to play it again too. I do. That game's so good. My top ten games coming up here pretty soon is going to be very different. I think. Yeah. I I think mine's going to look eerily similar to the last one. (laughs) (laughs) I think mine's going to look fairly similar too. To be quite honest, I'll have to go back and listen, but because I don't remember. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. I'm That's blacklisting the job, isn't it? Yeah. Come on, well, Corey. Corey doesn't like any of us anymore. I don't think. Yeah. He get he gets teased a little too much. 
No, he I, doesn't. I chose <laughs> to ignore the fact that he told us he got on and played Anthem last night after <laughs> not playing with us. I chose to just let it go. Yeah. So I hope he appreciates that we didn't give him any shit for that because we very easily could have. <laughs> yes, we well, could have. Uh, two things. Why did he split it if he wasn't going to play it with us? I know. That's what I was thinking. And two, I apologized to him on this podcast a couple weeks ago, and there was no mention of that. So <laughs> clearly he's not listening. Oh. Good stuff. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm calling up the game giveaway thing. It's taking forever. That's what yeah, I haven't started. Random number generator. Uh, Jake says Skyrim is pretty flawless on the Switch and is fun to play with motion controls. It's tempting. It's really tempting. I actually almost played it on PC the other day. Held off that one through two, right? Yeah, I do- uh, yeah one and two. I downloaded it actually, um, so I could get Enderall up and running. So the winner is number one. The winner's number one? Yeah, sorry. That, that, that's, that's Tate. What what's happening here? Oh, okay, here we go. No. No, that's not right. Come on, Dan. Okay. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. Ready? Yes. 89. 89 is um, Jurassic Park the game. That's the Telltale game. I hope I can still give that away. I'm not sure. Because Telltale shut down. I don't know if they like disabled those keys or or not. Well, if they did, that's that's, that's a bad consumer move. Yeah, if, if that's the case, we'll... If that's the game you pick, and if that's the case, we'll figure it out. We'll be breaking a big news story. Yeah. Thumbstick Athletes Podcast stiffs their their loyal listeners of their free games. If <laughs> they're not games anymore. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. yeah. One twelve is next. One twelve. One twelve is Risk of Rain. That's a That's good a one. That's a decent game, right? Yep. Thirty seven. Thirty seven. Uh, slime sand. That's a good one too. All right. Ninety-one. Ninety-one. Um. Poker night at the inventory. Corey loves those games. Corey loves those games. Yes, he does. Seventeen. Seventeen. Yep. Seventeen is coin crypt. So your choices are Coin Crypt, Poker Night at the Inventory, uh, Risk of Rain, uh, Slime Sand, what was the first one? Jurassic Park the Game. Uh, so let us know what you want, Tate. Uh, I'll send those out. Uh, I've still got to send uh, Tito, you won a couple weeks ago. I'll email you. Jake won a couple weeks ago. Uh, Reefer also won a couple weeks ago. I'll, I'll email those out probably tomorrow uh, let you know. Uh, what your options are for for the games so uh next week's episode we don't have a topic for next week's episode do we will mm. Dan, be th- what do you want what do you want to do i don't know it'll be 398 399 and then we have episode 400 where we re- revisit revisit oh, revisit 400. our our top 10 games list we could do uh episode two of life is strange yeah I don't know if we'll be able to play it before then is the only thing. So we've got a lot going on this week or next week. Well, screw me. Screw you. Uh, we could do our episode 400 pre-show. <laughs> we could. It would be the pre-pre-show. Cause that yeah. is 398. So it would be and... pre-pre-show. 399 will be pre-show. Yep. And then 400 is the actual show. I'm trying to think if there's any, like, top five things we can do, but... Probably. We'll come up with something, is is basically what we're trying to say. <laughs> what, what was the episode we did twice? Top PlayStation games or something probably, like that? Probably. Oh, man. Well, 
Probably. <laughs> I, I bet you there's more than one. And sometimes we, we say, like, oh, this is budget gaming 2.0 or whatever. But sometimes we just forget. Like it, And I try, to, I try to scroll over our backlog of episodes to, to catch stuff. But we have almost 400 episodes. So... <laughs> Well, you know. you know what, Dan? Our tagline has always been temper, temper your expectations. Expect- that's right. That is absolutely right. So, I, yeah, it wasn't too far long be ago. it from us to get away from that. Yep. I think it was Dan before we started the episode said, "Yeah, I found out we did this, but we don't have anything else prepared." <laughs> so, <laughs> so we, we just, just went with it. We're just gonna roll with it. <laughs> Got to roll. That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. That's. I don't that, know. That's how we do. I don't know if we ever did a revisit of this one, but one episode I've always wanted to redo is top uh, video game characters. Yeah, I think we were going to kind of do that as a series and just talk about good video game characters as they arise or as we remember them anyway. We could do it next week. We could. God, I'm smart. We very well could. Uh, The only problem is we'd have to go back and make sure we don't use the same characters. Eh. Me send Corey, Corey back to... Yeah, Corey, find that episode. Come on, Corey. Type us up you some notes. You owe it to us after the Anthem debacle. <laughs> the great Anthem 2019 uh, controversy. I bet. I wonder if Corey has like a bot that when he plays this podcast just types his name in, so when his name gets brought up... He goes to see what was said. Uh, yeah. Just takes a shot each time. Oh, good stuff. oh man! <laughs> anyway, Reefer said it's been a few weeks since you guys did snow levels. Time Ooh, for a reboot. That's a great idea. <laughs> uh, since the eternal winter has been going on, we might as well. Oh, we're supposed to get another snowstorm on Sunday. Wait, what? Really? Sunday night. There's a chance we're getting some here tonight. <sighs> Our plan is still to move south. I know we moved yep. into a new house in this area, but hopefully within the next yeah. three to five years, our plan is to move south. Yeah, s- snow here is nothing compared yeah. to what you're used to getting. It's not even the snow. It's the frigid cold. Yeah, that's the thing. Even when it's cold here, it doesn't feel like cold felt in New York. Yeah. yeah. The snow and cold just is a special kind of mental illness that we battle with up here. It's, it's misery. <laughs> There's nothing good about upstate New York. There's just not... That's... That's so true. It's a pit of despair. Just the Italian restaurants, that's about it. Yeah. And I love snow, but man, driving in it sucks. Yeah. So, anyway, that'll do it for episode 397 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. Thanks for listening, and get out of my basement.